Perak Aleph, Mishnah Hay. Ha'ochel etel chamev b'yehuda shalo be'edem. If a chassan, a groom, eats by his father-in-law in the city of Yehuda without edem. So what does this mean? So the Kahat explains. In the town of Yehuda, they had the custom that the aris, the groom, he would go to the father-in-law's house before they got married, before the nisuin. The soid eats at slow, and he would have a seuda, a meal there. And they would permit him to have yichud, to be alone with his kala, with his fiance, in order that in order they should love her more and have more of an affection for her, so that when they get married, there's more of a bond there. That's what they would do. That's what the minag in Yehuda was. And the mission is coming to teach us. Whoever has this custom in Yehuda, so if there are no witnesses to witness them having yichud, them being secluded, then any yachalitdon tainas besulim, any yachalavol laacher and esuin betaina shlomotzel ishto besulim. What it's saying here is that after the wedding comes and they get married, if he wakes up the next morning and sees that his wife is actually not a besula, right? She's not a virgin. He can't come to Beza now and claim that hey, it's a mekachtos. I got a false purchase. She's not really a basula. He can't do that. Why? Because before the nasu, before the marriage, while they were engaged, he had yichud with her, like we just explained. And therefore we're concerned that maybe he himself lived with her. And therefore, he's not believed anymore. He's not believed to say, oh, I didn't live with her. Since he had yichud, he was secluded with her without witnesses. So in Yehuda, where they had this custom, where they were, the groom would eat by the father-in-law's house and be secluded with the kala in order to create more of a bond and a love for her, if after the wedding he comes along and says that his wife's not a besula, we don't believe him, he's got no claim. Why? Because he had yichud with her. And for all he knows, he lived with her himself, he doesn't remember. Right? Of course, in a, prohib- in a prohibited state. So therefore, in this scenario, this specific scenario, after the wedding, he has no claim. Now this is all when there was Yichud with no Edim. If the Yichud was with Edim, and the Edim saw that he didn't have, he, wasn't, he didn't have relations with her, then of course, after the wedding, even if the person came from the town of Yehuda, if he says that his wife is not a Basula, he'd be believed. Because the fact that he had Yichud with her, it doesn't really matter if there were Edim. Here we're talking about a case where there's no Edim. And therefore, he has no net money. He's not believed after he gets married to say that his wife is not a basula based on this specific scenario. Next case. Achas almanas Yisrael achas almanas Kohen. Whether a almana, a widow, who's a Yisraelis, whether a widow who is a Kohenes, Kesubasan, their Kesuba from their second husband they're marrying now, mana will be a hundred dinner. So yeah, simple fact. And they point out of here, however, a besula, which is a kohenes, her ksuba will actually be greater than a regular ksuba of a Yisraelis who is a besula. Why? Because bezin shal kohanim, there was a bezin of kohanim, a bezin in the base of Mikdash that comprised of kohanim, right? kohanim, they would judge in the matter of kohanim, they show him, and they would put a specific guard on the yichos and the lineage of the kahuna, of the kohanim. And they, hayugoyven lebesula, they would collect for a kohenes um, that was getting married to a kohen. 
or Kohenet was marrying all the more Satoya Yisrael, Arba, uh, Arba Meos Zuz, her Ksuba was 400 Zuz, it was double that of regular Besula. Regular Besula was 200 Zuz, Zuz and dinner are the same thing. A Kohenes, whether she's marrying a Kohen, Bas Kohen, Shisal Kohen, or Mikoshkin Lisola, whether a Kohenes who's marrying a Yisrael, her Ksuba is going to be 400 Zuz, 400 dinner because she's a Kohenes. Um, okay. Below Michubi Yadam Chachamim. Chachamim were not more than object. Meaning, under Abba, Chachamim robes that Minak told the Chachamim saw that this uh, was a good Minak, that the basin of Kohanim, the Mitzah Mikdash, would, you know, oversee this. They saw this as a good Minak. Because it's a good custom to put a special, you know, uh, uh, to have special eyes over the families of Christ, all that have special lineage like Kohanim. So therefore, the Chachamim approved of this, and the, that's really it for Mishnah Hay. We have a few concepts over here, and that's for Mishnah Hay. Mishnah Vav. And just to point out, the, this basin of Kohanim, the basin of Mikdash, the Mishnah says they were good, they would collect. Meaning, if this Kohanis got married and her husband died or divorced her, this set of basin of Kohanim and the basin of Mikdash, they were in charge of the collections. And they always collected 400 zuz or 400 dinner for this widow or this divorced woman who was a Kohanis. So that's how we see that her ksuba was 400 dinner. That's a point that I missed. So just putting that back into the Mishnah. And then the Chachamim were not mocha, they did not object, they held that this was a proper act. Okay. Mishnah Vav. Hanosia uh, Saisha. If a man marries a woman with the Chazaka, with the status that she's a Basula. And then he finds that his wife does not have any Basulim. Not only that, his wife admits it. But he omeris, she says, nasty. From the after I got engaged to you, then I was ma'anes, meaning after the Aris and after I was engaged to you, someone came and raped me, unfortunately. So what's her claim? Her claim is Vinistachfasadecha. What does that mean? She says that a heavy torrent of rain came and fell down on your field. Meaning after I was engaged, and I was in your domain, I was in your Ashus, it was your mazal, it was your, you know, your misfortune that caused me to be ma'anas, that caused me to be raped. And therefore, despite the fact that I'm not a basula, I deserve my ksuba. That's her claim. Yes, I was raped. Yes, I'm not a basula anymore. But because it was in your domain, it's your fault. I should still have a merit to my ksuba. That's her claim. And her husband, who the Baal, the husband says, Omer, he responds, Loki, no, that's not so. Maybe your words are not correct. Before we got engaged, someone else was living with you. Who says it was after we got engaged? Maybe it was before. And now my purchase is a false purchase. Since I married you with the status that you're a basula, and you tricked me. And now I see that you're not a, you're not a basula. And therefore... You should lose your ksuba. So who is believed in this unique scenario? Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yezer, Omrim, Ne'emenes. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel, I'm sorry. Rabbi Yezer, they say that Ne'emenes, she's believed. Her her claim is believed. She gets her ksuba of 200 dinner, a regular ksuba of a basula. And the reason the Gemara explains because the woman has a tiny claim of a bari, of an absolute claim. Va'abal, the husband, he has a tiny claim of a shem, of a maybe. 
Bari Rishon and Bari Adif, if you have an absolute and a maybe, the absolute always wins. Even though you can say, leave the money in the Chazak, in the status where it was. Where was the money? In the husband's hand. If you want to take something out from your friend, you know, it's upon you to bring the proof. So therefore, why are we favoring with this woman? Nevertheless, we don't say so. Here we put the woman on her original status, that she was a besula from the day she was born. She's got a status from childbirth. And therefore, that status is good up until the engagement. Once they got engaged, if she says something happened to her after the engagement, she is believed. This is the opinion of Rabbi Gamaliel and Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yeshua or Rabbi Yeshua argues, No, what, do we live by her mouth? Says Rabbi Yeshua, we don't rely on her words. No, we look at her as a ba'ula. Does she live with this woman? Before the engagement. We look at her as if she was a ba'ula. She lived with somebody before they got engaged. And therefore she tricked this new husband to marry her, right? That she's a chazaka of a ba'ula, whereas she's really not. And therefore it is a mekachtos, it's a false purchase. Until she can prove it. Unless she can prove that after the engagement she was raped, fine, well, then we'll take her word for it. But otherwise, we side with the husband. And therefore, the husband would say that her soup would only be a hundred dinner, right? Because she's a bu'ula. And the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua is that what? Since we're talking about money here. So we do say, put the money in the chazak and the status where it originally was, which is the husband's hand. Right? He starts with the money. So he has the chazaka. And if you want to bring, if you want to put something out from somebody's hand, then the burden of proof is upon you. And therefore, Yeshua sides with the husband. But Lahalacha, we actually follow Ramamliel and Rabbi Yezer, and we side with the woman. And with that, we'll hold it over here for Mishnah Vav.